Hello and welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for November. Jingle, 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 almost jingle, jingle. Um, I've totally fluffed up the beginning because, you know, just as you like to know, I occasionally like to do voices and I don't think there's anything better than having someone <coughs> on that's been involved in a bit that's of piracy. Rubbish Cornish accent. I don't care. It's my show. And you're suggesting ours is better? I'm I'm not suggesting anything at all. That's terrible. It's really, really just absolutely just just an actual disaster. Anyway, we shall persevere. Um, The people that you're hearing in the background who have not waited for themselves to be introduced but just jumped right in, but I've got to guess this is the way this show is going to be. Um, I've got Kate Russell. Hello. I've got Matt Tweed. Hi. <laughs> what kind of a hoy was that? Again, what where? Um, they're from Sea. They're from Sea Griffin Game. They're from Sea Griffin Game. Our Sea Griffin earlier on. Stop it. Earlier on this year, I'm trying to tell the story. If we didn't tell the story, then we don't get it going, and we just end up conflaving for ages. It's not happening. <laughs> So, back on earlier this year, yeah, they um, went to Kickstarter, and they were uh, kickstarting a game which was called Pirates of Penryn. That's right. And, which is uh, that funded. Game. It did. It did amazingly. <laughs> and it's on its, and it's kind of getting on its way to being like on a backers and stuff like that, which is always good because if you back a game on Kickstarter, it's always really nice to get it. Yeah, you know, well, um, yeah, well, but, we're very determined. Um, but then, you know, um, from there, you know, they're, they're at the point now where they've gone through the Kickstarter process, so they're at the other side. And we talk to a lot of people who are at the beginning of the process or who are in the middle of the process. Mm-hmm. And it's always nice to speak to people who are at the end of the process at the point yeah. of fulfillment as well, that, just to see would, where they are. That would be nice to get to the end of the process. Nearly, nearly at the end of the nearly, process. Nearly, nearly. Um, <laughs> But as always, what we like to do is we like to find out a little bit about these wonderful people. So, um, Which wonderful we're gonna, people? We're going to have a peek back at the buccaneers of the past before we have a look at the Sloop John B to the present <laughs> and dash off into the Davy Jones's locker of the future. <laughs> nice. Um, but before... Oh my word! But before, but before, it's like you know, it was one of these things where you say, "Well, what I'll do is I'll take notes and little timestamps, and Matt mm. will know about this, and then you'll edit stuff out, and then sometimes you just say, there's no saving this one. We <laughs> Good just luck. Might as well just keep going and, and kind of see what happens.' But do you want to? Um, do you want to start off a bit by kind of telling us a bit about how you kind of respectively got into the hobby? If we maybe start with Kate to begin with, how did you get kind of venturing about the kind of the pressed and printed trees? Well, I mean, it all began, you know, as it always does when you're a kid. And uh, those Christmases where you're playing the, the awful, awful Monopoly and uh, you couldn't wait to play Cluedo instead because uh, that was brilliant. Um, so I always loved it as a little kid and then I kind of grew up and moved away from it for a while and... Mm-hmm. Then I sort of ended up by accident um, getting sort of involved in the video games industry for a while. Uh, All right, okay. My what husband you, was. Uh, what were you big. doing with him? Well, I was kind of hanging around, to be honest. My husband was a developer and mm-hmm. um, up at Lionhead in Guildford, and um, that's where the whole board game thing sort of came to fruition, really, because those guys were huge board gamers, and they sort of introduced me mm-hmm. to some of the some of the classics, really. And then I sort of got interested in it. And I was a graphic designer for years, and I kind of from that point had it in my mind that I sort of. I just always wanted to make one from then on. I just love the whole look and feel of the things and, oh, they're just lovely, lovely items, really. That's, that's how I got into it. So do you have quite a, quite a reasonable collection of games then? I mean, as you, as you're kind of, as you've got, as the kind of the hobby grown with you, as the collection kind of grown with you? Um, 
It has. If I could afford it, I would have a large collection of games. <laughs> As it is, um, I'm living in poverty in, in Cornwall, uh, hoping to one day have a large collection of games. I've got a few. I've got the classics, and um, I'm hoping to expand out as I as I become uh, a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Which is guaranteed to happen, so I've been told. I yeah, I, I def I definitely think if you if you wish hard enough and then go and work hundred and fifty hours a week it'll yes. definitely happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll sell the gold Lamborghini, I reckon. That'll do it. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I mean how did you how did I you had, kind of take this? How did I get into it? Um, well, I met Kate through. I gave you a Chinese birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, we both, we both um, go along to a local samba band. And mm. um, I was a. Uh, obviously, I played played ball games, as, as, as Kate says, the, the Monopoly, which my brother made his own set, which was, which was quite fun. But oh, um, right. I, was, I was quite happily. Um, being I'm a book illustrator and so Kate needed an illustrator for this pirate game and uh, and uh, so I ended up spending a couple of winters ago just drawing hundreds of pirates and then all the rest of it fell out of that really and we just started working together and and the exciting never-ending kickstarter journey commenced <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds like enthusiasm that slowly slid into slight regret. <laughs> That's precisely what that tone of voice. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's been immensely good fun. I like, uh, yeah, it's it's been fascinating to um, dive in dive into the world of games and and you know meet everybody up at, up at the expo at uh, the National Exhibition Centre, and we went over to Essen in Germany last last autumn, which was. Yeah. Just absolutely outrageous. It was insane, wasn't it? Yeah, I've been to Glastonbury before, but not <laughs> under undercover with loads of German gamers. <laughs> I just have to have to face everybody sober as well, which is never yeah. a good thing. Oh, we didn't we didn't bother with the sober. Never didn't a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how? I mean, I mean, what about yourself? I mean, are you a big gamer yourself, Matt? I mean, do you play quite a bit, or are you? I mean, again, are you just kind of keeping with the staples and kind of keeping with the classics? Um, but I, I, it's, it's really interesting becoming involved in it. It's some, something that I'd, I'd never, ever imagined doing. Um, you know, you look at these, these things on the shelves, but actually meeting the community and getting to know some of the faces behind the games has, has been really, really quite, quite an incredible, incredible process. And there's just so, there's so much talent and, um, you know, just, just devotion to it. I, yeah, I, I, I love it. Man. Yeah. Really yeah. incredible. But I mean, what what kind of drove you forward to kind of think about the game in the first place? I mean, you know, normally, normally when I speak to a lot of creators, you like yeah. when they first switch the kind of the the Skype on and they see a, a picture of them, they usually have got what appears to be usually every single board game that's ever been made in like twenty million <laughs> shelves kind of behind them. <laughs> but so from then, you know, it's almost like a a feeling of osmosis that you know, yeah, eventually just one day they, they were bound to create. If they don't make a game, it's either they, you know they make a game or they give birth to one. So I think <laughs> some of them, for some of them, it's just a case of kind of like going forward and kind of getting one made. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, where did they actually? Like, where did you? Where did it get to the point where you just like sat down and went right? I'm actually going to do this, and I'm actually going to kind of go ahead and actually, make this. Make I mean, it. Well, um, I, like I said, I was a graphic designer for a long time and then I took uh, a long while out to have kids. So I was mm-hmm. in, I was in mummy land for quite a long time. And, um, the idea sort of came to me on my first, my first escape when my, my youngest was, uh, about one and a bit, I guess. I, I was mm-hmm. on my first, my first journey away from home, a long, long long train journey up to Derby from from Cornwall and um I just sort of started thinking I I really need a project I just need (laughs) something to do (laughs) or I'm going to go completely insane um so it was it was it had always been bubbling in my mind that I sort of you know board games are are lovely things and I kind of wanted to make one just you know on the graphics side and then I thought you know it uses all all the different bits of your brain there's a lot of maths in there there's a lot of writing in there there's a lot of you know there's so much different stuff going on in making one that I just thought right 
well, I need a project. I can't go to work. The baby's still too little. I'll, 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 I'll make my own. I'll, I'll start this and, and then sort of. Just too stubborn to stop. Yeah. <laughs> that is basically the heart of it. And just then it like, just kind of, yeah, it just kind of got out of control, really. <laughs> and I mean, we were, were you aware of the, were you aware of the board game community? When you kind of got started off, were you, or were you kind of like at the fringes? Yeah. Very much at the fringes, really. I mean, I I played some of the some of the big ones and um, what have you, and yeah, I I knew there must be an industry. I knew there must be a community, mm-hmm. and and you know, with uh, board game cafes popping up here, there, and everywhere, it was kind of obvious that hey, this is a, a thing. You know, it's a really interesting new sort of phenomenon, really, that's taking off in the last what five years it's grown massively hasn't it and um it's just a a, a great way of getting off the screens as well which is and actually sitting around and communicating with your fellow humans and and yeah i just i just think it's really valuable in in all sorts of ways no i've seen that i mean i've seen that you know Young one myself, who as you uh, said, <laughs> heard a couple of times in the background um, because he's you know he's only young, but um, it's kind of got this kind of YouTube kind of generation where yeah. you get kids that are like there's like YouTube channels specifically for them to go on. Yeah. So that's what they'll ask for, and then they'll sit there and kind of watching things. And at the beginning, you're kind of like. Oh, thank goodness, because it means it gives me five minutes peace to go yeah, and exactly. the electric do what baby I have to do. But then after a while, when they're like, it's first thing on a Saturday morning at six o'clock, and they're saying, oh, I'm just going to go and watch YouTube on my chat tablet, you're kind of like, um, yeah. I want you to be yeah. doing that. I'm Quite. not sure. Yeah. yeah but then yeah. Board, board games give us a way, kind of give us a way back in. Because yeah. now that, I mean, tonight before. He's obviously not going to bed. Um, <laughs> but before that, we kind of had a little game of um, Darwin's Choice, cool. which is a kind of a game. It was recently on Kickstarter, um, hmm. actually earlier on this year, back in May. And all you do is you've got different cards and they make, they represent kind of different parts of different animals and you get like an environment. And the idea is that you build an animal oh, out of various that different parts. Really oh, yeah. And then it's got to match the environment. Now, he doesn't know the rules, <laughs> you know. No, he, he doesn't know the rules 100%. He can't kind of read them to grasp the rules. No. So we just put the environment down and then we build up the animal. But it gives, he gets his kind of his creative stuff going. Mm. But the main thing about it is it's not us... Me having a look at my phone and him having a look at a tablet or him sitting mm-hmm. on the telly yeah, and me doing yeah. something else. It's actually us sitting over across from each other and that's um just yeah. That's really kinda cool. Sharing and the experience. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, do you do you play kind of games with the kids? Are the kids at all then? Are they still well, quite obviously too young? The, the great irony is that I've been working so damn hard on this thing that <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting them in, in front of the TV going, please, please watch Danger Mouse while I just try and finish wow. this thing. Um, but um, yeah, we have started playing a little bit. Um, the the youngest one is still a bit too young, so mm-hmm. it's it's difficult. But I've got, yeah, I've got eight, six, and four. So he's, he's getting there, the youngest one. Once he's just a little bit less like he's going to trash everything and tip the table over, then, then we can really <laughs> get into it, I think. Bite any kind of cardboard, but at four, oh, just eat four it they're and, close to, they're yeah. actually close to kind of nursery school kind of age. So yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, so it's not like he's a, not like so. he's a toddler walking, toddler exactly. walking and eating everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> he still eats everything. <laughs> no, we we played um, we played King Domino, uh, which yeah. is fantastic because yeah, it's really heard easy that's for a very good the one. youngest. Yeah. I've played it with six year olds and eight year olds, and they really kind of really really grasp it, and they really really kind of kind of love it. So, I mean, when you started with with pirates, what kind of demographic were you kind of going for? When you were designing it, did you design it with a particular demographic in mind? Did you design it with a particular? Was it the theme that you went for, or was it kind of like the mechanics? Because I've seen a couple of different ways that people develop. You know, they develop yeah. a game. They either go well, down the mechanic route, or they go down the kind of the, the theme route. First of all, the, the two kind of came up symbiotically, really. Um, 
when I came up with the idea, I was definitely thinking that sailing would make a nice little mechanic for a game because the tide can change where you can go and the wind can change how fast you can go. Um, and that was the basic thought at the center of it. And, um, you know, I have always had a soft spot for pirates and frankly, it was an excuse to drink a lot of rum. <laughs> Which certainly worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, and, um, Cornwall rum and pirates just kind of go together and the sailing thing was at the heart of it really and then and then I just kind of got Matt involved about three months in yeah. and I said oh I might like you know I might need a few character illustrations and what have you mm. <laughs> like next thing I knew yeah, about a hundred pirates all with um, <laughs> slightly weird autobiographies <laughs> he just took the, took the baton and flicked it. It's like, I've got all of this. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> right then. Alrighty-ho. <laughs> Let's what, work what, with that. And what did you think, Matt, when Kate approached you and said, could you draw us a pirate? Were you kind of like, um... Yeah, that's, it's, okay. it's great, great by me, you know. And like, who doesn't who doesn't love a pirate? And you know, and like, I live I live in a boat just by the water here, and it's kind right. of, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of my neighbours in in there, and and various characters from around town, and and uh, yeah, and and just just a chance chance to let let rip with the carry on humour, really. <laughs> yes, yeah, carry on up the. Were you given history? <laughs> Were you given kind of like free reign then? Did Kate just say go and just do some pirates and you were like, right, here we go? Yeah, pretty I, much. I don't think Jackson I asked you to draw that many pirates. I kind of said, can you do me just this little thing? Oh, yeah. I've got this idea where I want it to be kind of cyan and black because it's nice, nice and easy to print. Easy to print. It's, it's cheap, cheap to print. So it's okay. Like, oh, like, you know, I think I asked for about three. <laughs> you came back with about fifteen to start with, mm. and then about and then it, another uh, hundred and fifty after that. Well, and we only Choice. did a, we only did 108, and then uh, then we cut, then then we had a had a decimation when we realised we just had way too many cards, so we, we chopped it down to I sixty. I think we're up. Yeah. <laughs> sacked a few, sacked, sacked chucked them overboard, chucked them overboard, <laughs> got eaten by the sea monster. Yeah. Oh, and that was a great moment in the development as well. Oh, I was, we got, yeah, yeah, because we we originally had had a what was it a king's revenue boat yeah. floating around, and yeah. they were yeah. just really tedious and really boring. boring. And, uh, and did, just yeah, yeah. I was I was googling and I, I found on Wikipedia that in this particular estuary there is a legendary monster called Morgor. And uh, she was last seen in 1976, wasn't it? Yeah, 1976 by some fishermen. Uh, so I was like, right, I'm yeah. having that. There, there you go. That that deals that deals with a lot of problems. Yeah. And she has taken off. She's just yeah, she, yeah she's our breakout character. Really. <laughs> she's, she's even got her very own sock puppet, which is which is just just intensely good. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, and the other thing that came out of nowhere. So I was I was merrily making this game, and then that turns up and says, "Hey, listen to this." <laughs> It started writing shanties, so we now have an album of shanties to go with it as well. To, um, Actual, yeah. Are you given? Are they going to the backers as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This absolutely. is part part of um, part of it. Our one pound thing was a track off the album. The ten pound one was you get an album load of shanties, and and then it's it's just everybody else gets given a uh, given a, given a copy. So that's. <laughs> what I'm rapidly doing at the moment is realizing, oh my god, it's November and I've got to finish all these buggers. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't know if I can say that on on on, on podcast. Not on BBC. <laughs> you can believe that out. Um, yeah. So so I've got 13 shanties which are in various stages of completion. <laughs> How do you write a shanty? I, I, I found mean, I found it disturbingly easy. <laughs> I, it's one of those things where I'd never tried tried before, and I, I've been doing music for, for donkeys years, but I'd never yeah. never written a shanty before. And, and suddenly these things just start spilling out of me. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like disturbingly finding your meaning in life. <laughs> Actually, a pirate. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born three centuries, three centuries too late. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's like going into the middle of an Amazonian forest and, and f- discovering there's like a, an indigenous indigenous tribe member that has an automatic ability to play anything at all <laughs> on the violin, <laughs> whatever you kind of want. Yeah, Matt, yes. Matt, do you put on an accent? Of course when we do. Sing this show. I, I do a ridiculous Cornish accent. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll, I'll put I'll pop some pop some in when I send send the sound file up to you. You can have do a you listen have to the ac- silliness. Do you, have you got one of those miniature accordions? <laughs> now, now the the accordion was a difficult one because um, I, I am I, I actually cheated with the accordion. It's a um, what's it called a a melod- a, a melodion. It's, it's one of those one of those little blowy blowy down yeah. tooty things that the um, you know you get you get a lot in the reggae guys guys play this sort of thing. So I got mm-hmm. I got one of those. I'm, I'm no good with bellows. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to hold it against you. <laughs> I'm no good with it. I've not, never been good with it. Oh, for goodness sake, what are you doing, Tweed? So, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Never been good but with so bellows, sir. Yeah, today, today, today's adventure has, has been, I've, I've borrowed a banjo uh, and, and have been plonking away on that. So, um, Can you plonk uh, on a banjo? You can't do anything else on a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Um, have you thought about putting it on Spotify? Have <laughs> you thought about it? Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I haven't thought of putting it on Spotify. Um, I the, 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 just the just the sheer terror of trying to get it finished for our backers is, is enough. But may, maybe, maybe it'd be nice to stick it up on iTunes or something yeah. like that. Is, I mean, is it a difficult thing to do? Do you just start off and say, right, do you just throw down a whole pile of word, words and then say, right, I've got to get these words and phrases into the shanty and then kind of get the melodium and go, wow, and then did it, did it, did it, like that. Arr, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, um, it's it's an interesting process. There's, there's various different things. Sometimes it's the tune comes first, and they, they sit there with the guitar, and, or just out out for a walk, and, this, you know, and the tune will come down. So I'll hum it into my phone, and then and try and make sense of it. Or some sometimes because each of the crew's got their own own bizarre biography. So sometimes it's kind of like it's like there's one about the lady Liza who. Um, it's got this rollicking great shanty and she's obviously from the aristocracy and I just I, I was just thinking how on earth did she end up in, in a crap pirate boat floating <laughs> off off Cornwall when she's obviously you know just this entirely capable she's trying to disappoint uh, her father yeah yeah because it turned out her, she yeah she it's a rebellion against her admiral's father who, who well no daughter of mine's going to see it. it's like oh, fuck oh, you daddy Lord. sorry uh, damn you daddy uh, <laughs> there's another there's another beep um, so she ran off to ran off to sea but she she joined the na- joined the navy dressed as a bloke because uh, there's a final tradition of that and then yes. and then obviously fell for this pirate captain and then um, spent a lot of time chasing after this pirate captain and eventually fell in love with him and and then then you know sort of like the the ship, the ship, the, her navy ship was sunk, uh-huh. and so so they're about to walk the plank, and and she realizes that this the pirate captain's actually her long lost sweetheart who was chucked out of the family home by her father. It's like the Princess Bride. Yeah, it's the Princess Bride. Exactly. Just saying that you totally <laughs> stole that. Nothing, nothing new on, under the sun. <laughs> that is nothing. You're a fraud. You're a fraud, Tweed. You're an actual fraud. We've changed the name. <laughs> You might as well start the song with some kind of New York Jewish guy singing the first line. <laughs> God, I'm just going to tell you a story. <laughs> well, the lady yeah, that is the Princess Bride. There you go. <laughs> Matt Drag Tweed. Pirate Tweed. In a roundabout way, telling us the first chapter of the Princess Bride and then claiming it as his own <laughs> so he could turn it into a shanty. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, isn't it? <laughs> Right. I actually know the princess. Have you not right? seen it? No, of course I haven't. Oh. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I, I, you know. Oh damn! Someone's got there first. <laughs> but, but so does she run away to see see dressed no, as a bloke? No, she doesn't then? run away to see. No, does something original. It's completely different. Yeah, completely it's the opposite. <laughs> Wesley runs off to see to become 
No, he doesn't. He goes on some kind of ship, and then his ship gets captured by the Dread Pirate Roberts, and then, and then he becomes. I know this Pirate story Roberts. off my. I know yeah. this story far yeah. too well. I should probably. Oh, there is a, there is a reference to it in the game. Actually, the Princess Bride. Is it? Yeah, Inigo, Inigo the Swordfish. My name is Inigo. You kill my father, but they die. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. There's a swordfish <laughs> called Inigo who um, challenges everyone to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the Princess Bride is in there somewhere. Right, by a tortuous route. There's a lot of very, very fantastic, great tortuous references in this game. Maybe, Matt, you were actually subtly kind of subliminary. There's a subliminary kind of thing going on. So you can't actually take the blame. It was actually always there. That's true. There there is indeed a lot of subtlety in the game. (laughs) There's some subtlety. (laughs) Thinly disguised as lewdness. How, how easy was it to? How easy was it to build the audience in? I mean, coming from oh, relatively oh. kind of nowhere. Coming from I mean, I know. I mean, obscurity. yeah. Oh, was that hard. that was that was fun. And like we um, for for our, our second Kickstarter, we we got um, on these um, local business startup sort of courses, and of course, one of one of the guys, bless him, goes, "Oh yeah, if you're on Kickstarter, then." Then there's this brilliant example of exploding kittens because they they just you know sort of did a Kickstarter and got two two and a half million quid and it's just like oh wow that's great but, uh, and and like we you know we we just held our you know it's kind of like yeah the thing with them is they had a, already attended a long running blog with thousands of people <laughs> getting people interested yeah. has has been hard hard, hard. that's. That, that's, that's that's a much better word than the one I was going to use. <laughs> possibly not better, but possibly I more mean, broadcastable. Being from outside, then I mean, not be as you said yourself, being on the kind of fringes. Yeah. Mm. Did you find kind of jumping in and saying, "Hey, look, guys, we've got this game." Did you find there was a couple of kind of barriers there to people kind of maybe saying, "Well, no, how many have you no. done before? Yeah, how many have you back?" I've. Th- I think we've been we, extremely we've, welcoming, actually. Yeah, yeah, because because we rocked up at the NEC a couple of years ago with this yeah. with mm. this game on a you know sort of like first 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 draft on it. We had yeah. this grand idea, and it's we just like gonna... oh yeah, we'll bump into someone from Mattel or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Sell and it go, to a publisher. Go, wow, <laughs> this is this is great. Hey guys, this is great. Here, have a wad of cash, and then just take it away. <laughs> you know how it always happens. And yeah. I'm sure you've had lots of people on your podcast who who have had exactly that story. <laughs> Just just had you know like a pre-production version of it, and and you know this big week's just gone hey and given them you know sort of like a couple of million, and and yeah, they've, they've that's how it goes. and they just has just swung off to the it's yeah, every week it I'm actually all sick the time. of all listening time. to actually, that story. That's story where I got somebody, the uh, if somebody yeah. comes up to me again <laughs> and says that, you just going to smack that, him? I at the tables getting flipped. <laughs> <laughs> it's going everywhere. It's yeah. going to take my Tantive Four Star Wars beautiful model with it. But I mean, but I mean, you've got to make a statement with it. It's yeah. a serious, it's a serious mm. statement in a serious earth. But yeah, we we thought that's the route we were going to go down, and then we went to UKGE in twenty. 16. Sixteen, yeah, mm-hmm. and just met met all the guys up there, and like once once we've got over the the initial holy <laughs> holy fork, um, <laughs> you know, this is, uh, and then just started talking to people, and every everybody was so friendly, and just yeah, go, yeah. oh well, you know, if they didn't know it is, oh, oh, you need to talk to John you over on stand C sixteen, and and we just got bounced around UKG. I just mm-hmm. met lots talking of lovely lovely folks, and and just gradually realised that we'd have to go down the Kickstarter route because everybody else does. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. then then it's like, how easy is it to get an audience? It's not easy at all. It's horrendous. It's it's really <laughs> difficult. But, you know, we we slowly worked at it. We've, we've built up uh, our fairly mental Facebook page. Yeah. You know, doing all of that. Friends, family, acquaintances, you know, sort of like gamers groups. You know, people have been immensely encouraging. and, yeah, and absolutely. Um, We've had, yeah. some, we've had some really fantastic advice as well from just 
just really friendly guys in the industry. I mean, so we, we, um, first time we went up to UKG, we were on the Playtest UK tables. Yeah. Um, and Rob from Playtest UK has just been absolutely brilliant, um, at just introducing us to folks. And so we go along to everything that we're invited to and just start talking to people. And yeah. I remember at that first one, we were demoing at the, the Meet the Maker Meet the thing. Maker, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. People were coming up. What was that fantastic chap called? I can't remember. Oh, it'll come back to me. Anyway, oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin Young from Inspiring oh, Kevin Games. From Inspired, Inspiring yeah. Games. He um he was there, and he, he was my my favourite quote about about our games. <laughs> I really wanted to hate this, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Did Kevin say that? He said that to us, and uh, that I've just taken that with me. And I was just like, that's just lovely. I really that's, wanted to hate this, but I can't. <laughs> that's a box, that's a box quote. Isn't it? Okay. I mean, Kevin uh, Young. I really wanted Kevin to Young. But Inspiring yeah, games. <laughs> I wanted to hate this, but I can't. That um, sounds fantastic. Yeah, mm. he was won over by Morgor the Sea Monster, in fact. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We had, we had a, one of our very early FEMO. Um, Morgors, which which Kate managed managed to make out of Fimo somehow. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. I'm still finding little Morgors all over my boat. Actually, <laughs> you made a lot. Yeah, and then um, at Essen went during our first. So we went to Essen during our first Kickstarter, which was doomed. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, we re- we realized hi, it was halfway through our Kickstarter when we realized there's just, no way we're going to make it and we it were in Germany in, in amongst just like billions of people all you know it was mm, yeah. it was the best of times and the worst of times though not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, but I mean even then like um Cesar from Alicat kind of reached out to us and said guys your yeah. Kickstarter is it's is doomed. doomed. <laughs> Do you want to have a talk about it? And I was like, oh, yes, I do. Yeah. And he, he was just incredibly helpful. Yeah, and, just gave us some really and, sound and advice. And basically, put, from from that meeting, we, we got the groundwork for, for our second Kickstarter. For the second one. Which, which, it was much better. Which was much better. The game was much better. And, like, you know, there's no, there's nothing like a, a bit of hard, hard criticism. Just there's nothing like a kick up the bum. Yeah, it, just just to go, right, okay, we need to tighten this up. And, and, and so... You know, and, and a lot of, a lot of the look of the game, the board, that, the, the redesign of the board came from the UKG yeah. playtest. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys playing, playing that suggested, oh yeah, have you thought about this? And it's kind of like, other, yeah, yeah, what a great idea. Okay. So, so it was very much from fee- feedback from the gaming community that we, we, we tightened up the board, the, the, the game, and it's, it's the, it's the amazing thing it is now. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing. Sharp. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think anybody wants you to fail. No. I don't think I've any. I don't think anybody that's in the industry wants anybody else to do badly. I think they're quite. I think sometimes with advice, it's difficult to take advice, and I think mm, yes. sometimes somebody will say, "Well, you need to do this slightly differently," mm. and hard then to take you're sometimes. so kind of blinkered trying to look after your own game and yeah, the original yeah, vision yeah. of the game. It's difficult to kind of step away from it. And actually there's say, a balance to be struck. I think there's something right. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a balance between absolute pig-headedness, uh, which mm-hmm. I do have. Yeah, and, and is absolutely necessary for um, getting getting and taking the, the, advice. You know, for getting it made. And like, yeah. you know, there's there's so many times we could have just gone. You know what? <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know, I, I I can now re- fully realise that e- each one of these games that's out there on the shelf or or like being play tested is is such a labour of love. Yeah. And there's been so much work and care and attention gone into it. I like, you know, it just amazed amazed me seeing some of the you know um, big multiplayer sort of like zillion dice games. Just yeah. the sheer s- in- intricacy yeah. of it, and these these guys with tape measures and and like about fifty dice, and it's kind of yeah. like there's there's the most incredibly detailed spaceship, <laughs> you know, a- attacking another incredibly detailed spaceship, and and you know the, the just talking to one of the oh yeah he's been in his bedroom for three years designing this, and yeah. it's just come out and everybody loves it, and it's just well well done. I like what it's an amazing, incredible thing to have done, and what what an amazing labor of labor of love. And, and to bought it out and for people to play it, and I, I yeah. just think it's think it's astonishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's sometimes lost nowadays with 
the Kickstarter, and you would have discovered this firsthand, the Kickstarter platform (laughs) seeming to be such a commercial It's been completely perverted, hasn't it, from what it was was meant to do. I mean, even all the the big publishers on there launching their new games, it's Mm. it's very frustrating. Funded in 2.5 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I had had an interesting conversation, and people will be able to pick up when we recorded this, because I had an interesting conversation on Kickstarter where I just, I pretty much just raised the point, and I just said that um, there's pretty much too many, um, you know, why is there, why, from what I've seen, why is there an influx of games now that seem to either kind of, they seem to fund and then cancel yeah, or they don't fund within about three or four fund, days yeah. and then and then they cancel and disappear only to kind of come back again. Because I remember, I mean, I've had a few people on the show and I and obviously we've had our fair share of People who have gone on to try and kind of restart a couple of times. I mean, um, the guys from Orange Nebula, um, mm. when they um, when they first did Epoch, which is now called Vindication, their first campaign kind of crashed, and then they set it up. You know, they set it to go again, and and then there was a you know um, guys that did uh, Dinogenics. They were in the mm. same boat. There was. Mark McKinnon, Reckon yeah, Brown, he fame. went three times, I didn't mean, he? Fantastic yeah, I mean, he went kind of th- he went kind of three times. Justin from Bad Cat Games for Elements, he went twice as well. Mm. Um, but now there seems to be not a case of people waiting until they're kind of finished. They're kind of sitting there and saying, right, if they've not hit the funding goal within kind of like the first three days, then they're almost like they're pulling the plug almost, or they're almost yeah, having they're second sort of thoughts. Resigned mm-hmm. to it yeah. not happening. But they also seem to be reducing the funding level as well, the targeted yeah, level. I mean Yeah, the psychology of Kickstarter is is a very weird thing to play. It's like if you can get the cash in the first two days, then everyone thinks it's worth backing. But if you mm. don't, you've got a big mountain to climb to convince everyone. Mm. Um it's it's a horrible kind of balancing act I found of setting our goal because we were like we set it where we thought we could definitely we fulfill could, we could f- f- yeah but just 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 yeah there's skin a, there's, of the there's a lot of just on on it yeah mm-hmm. and um, mm. uh, it is really frustrating when people just go well I'm going to set it here in the hope that I'll overfund in the first two weeks you know, you know overfund in the first two hours or whatever. Um, it seems just a bit cynical, and um, yeah, we're not in we're not in it to be cynical. We're in it to actually actually make the thing that we say we're going to make and fulfil it properly, and, and actually do it. Yeah, yeah. I think something's going to happen. I think something's going to change with the platform. Yeah. Um, I th- I think that um, it it did used to be the case that you know I need five grand to make this, and if I get five grand, then it is made. Um, and everything is happy, and now it seems to be there's this push to say, I need three grand to get this made, and it's like wink, wink. I actually need five, yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, I think um, and there's people Mark, sort of um, getting like towards their fund, getting overfunded uh, right to the end of the campaign, and then pulling it because all the money in the campaign is their own money. That's hmm. that's yeah. also very cynical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. I've seen. I mean, no, I mean, I've seen. Um, I know that um, I know that Mark was Mark McKinnon of Reckon Rune was saying, well, the last time he did it, um, he considered a target that he had put money aside, so um, he it was going to get made regardless kind of what was happening. So they put that level so low that it would get funded, and then he would kind of make up the difference. Yeah, and I, it's like it's a strange thing where it's like people are wanting money to fund an idea, but then it's creating this barrier where it's almost a case of if you have no money. It's very, very difficult to get a game made on Kickstarter because you're needing to invest you a chunk of change. Of, yeah, you almost mm. kind of match fund it, don't you? It's yeah, quite a- you're almost mm. having to. You're almost having to get in the money for the art. You're going to have to get the money in for the production of the boards. The you know you can't prototype copies have to no. be almost as good as final versions. Yeah. You know, it's quite a, it's quite a kind of a. A scary, scary kind of daunting process, but mm. I mean, obviously, you guys stormed through and 
you you know um, well, we, we, you funded the we second funded. Yeah, we, we funded I wouldn't I necessarily say storm, storm is a strong through. word yeah as right right up until I'm using it in the, the corporal sense of the word storm <laughs> yes basically isn't it kind of a light you know, a horizontal no. rain and, and <laughs> backwards flying seagull sort of sense yeah, yeah. something like that yeah pretty much but you did fund though I mean we did we did we did fund and we did overfund which was a which was a massive relief yeah yeah um, which made everything just that little bit more possible without having to you know mm. put our own well too much of our own cash into it mm. to get it actually manufactured yeah um, what was the um what was the learning process like for the actual production side of things because everybody talks uh, about uh, the ideas and the steep, design steep. steep and horrendous yeah <laughs> you have no idea what you don't know until you find, you find out, out. That you don't know it <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I mean, our, our manufacturers have been absolutely brilliant. Actually, I, I must I must mention them, um, which is Bangui Games out in Hong Kong. Hong Kong yeah. And I, part of the reason I chose them was because their name is funny. I would just like to get that uh, on record. Mm. Um, but also because Bing mm. uh, Bing at Bangui is absolutely fantastic. He's, yeah, this yeah, yeah. They, they came high, highly recommended, and they've they've just been brilliant right from the word go yeah we're, as first timers I'm just reliant on him to tell me what I need to do really yeah, and he does yeah. and, and they, they got everything there on time you know we, we had had the really uh, pre-production um, copy come over which was just like oh my god what what is going to come out of the, the envelope <laughs> and it, it, you know like people are being oh you don't want to deal with the Chinese you yeah, know oh, oh it's going to be sh- and we opened the box and it just looked fantastic yeah, the whole lot was just gorgeous and yeah. it was just like <sighs> huge, huge sigh of relief <laughs> and a couple of pints yeah and um yeah, so we were dealing with 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 two different manufacturers out there actually because our our board isn't a board; it's it's a fabric um, mat. Yes. Um, so Bangui couldn't do that because it's not within their 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 no. remit their capabilities. So we had to go to a different specialist fabric manufacturer for that. So we were coordinating um, two, between two, two Chinese factories, two Chinese factories, and they were talking to each other, and we were talking to them, and, were, and then the shippers and everything. And <laughs> t- oh, tax. And tax, love, love yeah, tax. don't forget the tax. Don't forget the tax. <laughs> don't ever forget the tax. Yeah, yeah. And just just be prepared for, for you know, oh, oh, there's there's a little oh, bit more tax that we knew. That's that's taxable as well. Oh, I mean, great. Did you know that's taxable? Oh, yeah, brilliant. Great. Oh, what, even that's taxable? Oh, right. Have you, have you noticed with kind of like the change in the political landscape and the changes in exchange rate and stuff like that, <laughs> is that... Did that have an effect on yes. manufacturing costs and things like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, it did. I mean, there was times when I was like, oh, I hope we can get it signed off soon. Yeah. Every, <laughs> Look at the every, exchange rate. Yeah, every, every time, oh, my God. Every time dear Teresa opened her mouth, it was kind of like, oh, no, that's just no, wiped no, no, another, no. you know, few zeros off our bank account. You know, it's just, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, international trade and industry. Is, yeah, is not what I went into it for, really. No, no. no. Had no. we had we known a few years ago that we'd be de- dealing with, you know, it's it's fantastic at the moment because we've we've just been um, watching <laughs> watching this absolutely enormous container ship trundling its way across the world on on you know yeah, on, yeah. The, on the satellite tracking website which is just fascinating just knowing <laughs> that one tiny tiny corner of one you know tiny tiny container aboard this vast thing Hulk. has has a couple of pallets of of pirate games and so <laughs> so we've been doing doing this map uh, around the world with this you know which has just just been immensely good fun just tracking this thing and just letting the backers know and it's, it's been lovely you know having having the connection with the backers and and like yeah. the Facebook Facebook group and you know people people just you know They're falling in love with the sea monster and yeah. just having these running conversations on the Kickstarter and bulletin board and <laughs> yeah. and, it, and, it, and, it, and it, you know like pineapples Sort of, yeah, you know, yeah. just, it's just it's just such genius what a lovely thing to be part of and yeah. I know when we started off we wouldn't have imagined any of this whatsoever <laughs> no we were so naive and so green. naive green wet behind the ears oh, yeah. green behind the ears whatever <laughs> was that kind of like an added bonus having the, did you expect to have the kind of the the community the way that they were I mean was that something that you weren't kind of prepared for was to have people that were willing to almost back you up and support you 
and be your cheerleaders even though you've potentially never ever met them and you'll potentially never <laughs> ever speak to them in real life. Yeah, it's just we weren't really prepared. I mean, we I think we can safely say we actually have two fans now, which is very exciting. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> which is great and you know, it's, it's just really uh, it just helps when we're staring at it going, oh, what have we got to do now? Uh, yeah, I don't then, understand and then, postage. And then, then there's, then there's, <laughs> there's this, uh, Di- Diana, Queen of Pineapples, yeah, uh, who's Vince, out in Estonia and Vince, who, who are just like, just there, as soon as we post something, then there's this, just this ongoing <laughs> chat that they have between them. And, and it's, it's, it's just like, oh, how, how brilliant. And it, so, it does kind of keep you going, doesn't it, when yeah. you're looking oh, at... Oh, my word. Instant. I'm looking at this just now. It's like yeah, the latest it's thing. Like <laughs> Aru, how's it going? Tosses a pineapple. I know. Catches pineapple, fills it with rum, and bats it back with a shipmate's wooden leg. And you've actually written it in pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for you long period of silence. We've been a little busy oh, bees yeah. getting it all the way to ship shape. Oh, are we? T- we do head. everything in pirate. We do. <laughs> you wait yeah, till you the how to actually. play videos. Those coming up soon. Isn't oh it? yeah, yeah. yeah oh my god. You have to. I would have put. I would obviously. You know, even though the campaign is no longer kind of live, as in you're able to back it, it's probably worthwhile going on and checking it. Just to see the comments, which can. That's about 250 of the last count. It is like like when you're able to turn your language on Facebook into pirate. (laughs) It's like, and the, the brilliant thing about it is every single person, except him, but we won't talk about him. Um, <laughs> is actually deciding to completely go about pirates. R. R. So there you yeah. go. It's this is just amazing. Yeah, there has to be. I'm quite impressed. I'm quite impressed <laughs> that everybody's staying in character. It's like we, yeah, yeah. It's kind, it's like being in some kind of uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> <operator>. <laughs> um, you know. It's much more bizarre than that. Pirates of Penzance in the musical. <laughs> Couple <laughs> year away. <laughs> Pirates of Penzance. Um, indeed. Yeah, so, yeah indeed, there's, indeed. there's an awful lot of piratey um, silliness, mm. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had enough of piratey silliness? I mean, no, is not, it diff- no not at all. I mean, are you continuing with it? Mean, <laughs> I, I heard the clunk as your fake wooden leg fell off earlier on. Uh, if you, if, uh, if, yeah, if you want a bit of piratey silliness, have you have you actually seen any of the uh, the shanty videos? <laughs> that's um, that's I, as far as we've got for piratey silliness on the on the, on the U- YouTube. Yeah, we've stuck some of those up. They are they have been the height of piratey silliness. My favourite is Gertie's one. Gertie's one, which which just took forever. I like you know it's part as part of the Facebook campaign. We we started doing doing these um. Started doing music, videos, music for the videos for the shanties, and, mm-hmm. and then just just spent for so long, so, so long doing long. them, and then <laughs> then just just you know, and it's all everything's just filmed on Kate's iPhone, yeah, uh, just just single single shots, single and, and, takes. and it's it's just been absolute lunacy, you know. There's 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 Morgul one where I actually actually leap about on the rocks and and just nearly wipe out on a load of seaweed. I, I, I like and then then just just waves crashing over. It's just just well well well. Kate behind the camera has got this got this sock puppet <laughs> sea monster made made out of a green rugby sock and a, and a, and a, and a what is it? It's a load of load of plate scarers, isn't yes, it? Yes, plate scarers and a rugby oh sock. My <laughs> really. Take a look. I mean, that's where that's the most fun we've had. I think making those videos. They'll, there oh will God. be. There's a special effects kind of position. Yeah. yeah in yeah. the new Star Wars. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, because we, we 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 realised that out of the videos, the, the most expensive effects budget was was spending <laughs> spending ten pounds on the flushing ferry yeah. to get to get this. Um, Cardboard whirlpool to go round, <laughs> which was which was cardboard just, whirlpool on a fishing rod. On, on, a, on a fishing rod <laughs> suspended from from like cotton. So we we wound it up, and there were this bunch of uh, American tourists sitting behind <laughs> us, just going, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> And then did we get the shot? No, oh, we're going to have to go back then. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's another two pound fifty. <laughs> 
I don't know if you can write that off with a tax man potentially fucking with, like marketing <laughs> marketing potential kind of marketing expenses. Um you've got um do you have enough copies for retail then? Yeah. I mean of yeah. so yeah. I mean, was we, that considered We sold about um quarter to a third on Yeah, so on the, about two hundred and fifty are going out to backers and then we've mm-hmm. got seven hundred and fifty left. To take oh, right. out to retail, okay. so yeah. yeah, so we've we've got we're hitting locally first, and then we'll yeah, start in the new got, year. We'll start pottering got, about the country. We've got them into national trust shops and local national really? maritime museum, and local local shops here are interested, and yeah, and like a whole pile of pre-sales. So yeah, it's all um, and. Um, yeah, so we'll be dressing up as in, in the December's yo, basically going to be pirate clock. <laughs> get the uniform on, get out That's of work. Right. I get getting out. the feeling that if you didn't have a board game to sell anymore, there would still be pirate activity. <laughs> I strongly suspect going on. Well, well says what, rum in the world. <laughs> this is what I'm getting. This is what I'm feeling at the moment. Well, there's rum to um, be <laughs> But I mean, with the the retail I mean obviously the retail tale of it has I mean would you think about reprints and things like that are you now looking at kind of other yeah. games I we mean you've got a funded to. game yeah. I mean you're, you're 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 doing kind of a lot better than a lot of people out there oh, who yeah. are sitting with a piece of A4 in front of them and saying right, right. <laughs> where to start to, tonight <laughs> is the night that I in, that tonight is the night that I am going to start I'm going to invent my game. Yeah, so that that was coffee the, table balancing. That, that was the that was the idea with Sea Griffin Games was that um, you know Pirates of Penryn was just just going to be a start, and you know after we'd sold it up at up at um, <laughs> up at the it was, you, yeah. up at the Games Expo, um, we'd have just come back to Cornwall and started, started on making new ones. Yeah, fire is <laughs> the, the next one. Mine. And then, then there's and mine. Mine is the next yeah, one. but TM on that one. <laughs> uh, so, so what? What's the TM s- mine? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was that was the whole idea was to actually develop games and and um, and do that rather than end end I'll up becoming becoming unwitting experts in <laughs> in, in import export. <laughs> <laughs> um, and bloody, you know, oh. postage rates, and oh. I like yesterday. Yesterday, oh, we we spent a, a, an afternoon cutting cardboard boxes <laughs> so that when they do eventually arrive, we'll be able to package to package them up. So we, we did two hundred and fifty cutting bloody corrugated iron. Uh, iron? Corrugated. corrugated iron. That's what my ship's made out of. Corrugated iron, iron boxes. Iron. <laughs> They're going to be really, really safe. No corner dents in those, my friend. Corner dents. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we would like to make more games. We would yeah. like to make more piratey nonsense. Um, mm. We'd love to, but uh, it, it will. Yeah, hopefully it'll fly. How do you play? Do. How do you play Pirates of Penryn? I mean, we've oh. obviously we've talked now. Oh, now we are. It's not actually spoken about how you play the game. You know, we're blissfully just you know chatting away. Chatting it's a very away. very nice conversation. But I am aware you've now got seven hundred and fifty. Copies of shift, so it's probably a good idea to maybe explain to people. Um, right, you know what's the message? The message. What's the message? Florins, as many as you can do. <laughs> Sell rum, get florins, fight, uh, avoid the local sea monster. Yeah, get it back to your galleon and win. Yeah, that's 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 a very short version. Absolutely. What's the slightly longer the slightly version? Longer version <laughs> is you right? So you bowl up from the Caribbean with a with a ton of rum, and you've got to sail it into the local ports to sell it. Get yourselves a heap of florins and get it back to your galleon before everybody Anything else attacks nabs you nabs your florin and or takes rum it off or, you. or your crew or whatever. Yeah. But the the wind and the tide will affect how you move and where. So some ports are easier to get to than others. The mm. Penryn right mm-hmm. up the other end of the estuary is very tidal, so you can only get in there at certain times. Uh, um, with the wind going yeah, in the right the direction. Yeah, if the wind is in your... Yeah, you've got to change your plans, really, with... Whichever way the wind. Yeah, so there's there's a bit of, a bit of luck with it. Um, the tide, tide and wind changes each each turn, and and a lot of, and a lot of skill. And one of the things we found early early on with it was uh, that you know you might have this plan, and then 
as soon as soon as the wind changes, then then it's just like oh, you can't Hang you on. can't you can't <laughs> do that, or quickly. or someone someone just hoys up and robs you blind, or yeah. or or you know sets a sets a sea monster on you, or or whatever. So there's a lot of there's, there's a, lot a lot of different of strategies. There, and yeah. yeah, you can play it quite a few different ways, I'd say, yeah. and none, no way yet has seemed to be consistently better than any other, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Some people just bat up and down to the closest port, sell mm. sell their rum for pennies and make it home and, and win before anyone else manages to get back. Yeah, so some that, people, that, that doesn't necessarily mean mean they win. You know? No, some people sail all the way up the other end, get a massive heap of gold and then, and then get, get plundered on the get way it home. Get robbed off you. Yeah, some people just <laughs> hang around attacking people, don't they? No, no, not all the time. And some some people cheat, cheat ferociously. <laughs> um, yeah, and and um, if you can buy some decent rum to go with it, mm, that, that, that does make the game a little bit longer, though we've found in practice. <laughs> but but does end, end up to, to, to up a more heated funny. gameplay. Um, yeah, so there's there's lots of ways. To play yeah. it. But, but I suppose if you if you do spill that rum, then you've got a lovely kind of table. You've got a lovely tablecloth to mop it up. Yeah, it's very mop absorbent, it but only for rum. <laughs> <laughs> you can wring it out so afterwards if you get desperate. <laughs> and are you allowed? Um, are you allowed to have um, a mixer with that rum? No. Well, not not if it's good rum. If it's horrible rum, you can. Yeah, yeah. It's rec- if recommended. It, if ginger beer is generally quite quite nah, good. Like, ginger. Actually, we invented a, we invented a cock. Do you remember we invented a cocktail to go with the game? It's called Saracen Storm. <laughs> Uh, which I sent over to um, I'm a social gamer over in over in the states. Actually, they were asking for stuff, uh, which is so it's a Saracen Storm, which is about Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn, yeah. Vaughn Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's that? Is that rum? With it's rum with ginger mi- wine instead of ginger, ginger beer. I know oh, that's the one. Yeah, it's an absolute. Oh it's God, lethal. lethal. It's utterly lethal. Yeah. Yeah, don't. But you could have have a have a ginger beer in there. You can, and if you really wanted it lethal, you could have an alcoholic ginger beer in there, to then be be like you know <laughs> be then, like one of your cheeky vimtos. And then you could regret your decisions for the next week and a half. <laughs> Good questions about what I did with like, my life. Why? Why well, would I do that? <laughs> why? Why can't I bear light? <laughs> why, am, why? Why are my fingernails sweating? <laughs> Where did I get that extra chair in my house from? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember knocking myself out. (laughs) I think that did happen. (laughs) My word. (laughs) Oh my word. Yeah. Um, But is this giving you kind of like a confidence to kind of go on and kind of develop more games? I mean, let's face it, look at it this way. If you've sold, you know, 250 of these games on Kickstarter, which is potentially what you've got that's kind of like an audience yeah. that you can mm. then go back and market to go back and say, later on yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah it's, so- we would we would love to we would absolutely love to it's it's something we're gonna yeah we're we're going to get this done we're gonna get we're gonna get this done and then, then, <laughs> and in, then in the new year we'll, we'll have a have a um, proper, I have a thing. Proper there, there are, I yeah, think, there are, the there year. are a few things in in the being kicking around mm. on the back burner. Mm. Okay, yes, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, which yes, is nothing the, in development. I couldn't really call it in development. We could no, call we it call thinking it, about. We could, yeah, that's in development. That's in development. Yeah. I planned it the other day, and then did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Is this mine? Mine. Yeah, it's mine. mine. It's mine. Mine. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, which stems from this great, great Cornish game we developed down here. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an interactive one where everybody yeah. points at a mine and just goes, mine. Mine. <laughs> if you see a mine, you can you, shout You go mine. mine. And it doesn't matter if someone's already pointed at the mine. You could, anybody else can then point at that mine and go mine. Yeah. It's, it's a development of tractor, yeah. which is which is another fantastic Cornish game yeah. where if you see a tractor, you shout out tractor and you get a point. Yeah. It's an awesome game. You should try it. Uh, we play yellow car. Ah, oh, yellow car. Mm. Sounds yellow sounds car similar. as well because yellow cars are unusual cars. They and are. my daughter told me that. She goes, I've got this fantastic game. I says, okay, what's it called? She goes, it's called Yellow Car. She says, how do you play it? And we drove past the yellow car and she punched me on the arm. 
And with ah, Yelka. the punching in the arm. Ah, excellent. Oh, okay, that could be a development it's fanta- track. It's yeah, fanta- yeah, we've not fanta- come across that. No, that we've done the punching one. Yeah. That's we need the little little Scottish hint in there. Of <laughs> just a little bit of violence to go with it. Yeah, a little bit of. Well, it's you know that's just that. Celtic vim. Yeah, you have to bring bring them up as well as you can, and yeah. sometimes they turn around and say they could get to punch you when they see a yellow car. So <laughs> yellow I mean, that's, that's <laughs> exactly. Listen, that's we might take up that one yeah. actually. It sounds, sounds like good fun. <laughs> okay, that can be the extended. It, it, I'm not condoning anything. <laughs> I'd just like to make it perfectly clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, things, I mean, this this must be weird, but bef- when you first sat down and went, right, I'm going to make a game, Kate, now to you sitting there and going, well, we've got other games we can make and we're successfully funded now and yeah. we've got our shipment coming over and people are going to actually be playing the game. So, yeah. I mean, you could have done something else. I mean, you said you're waiting <laughs> for a project. You might have decided have to take up else. welding. I'd have been richer. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I I would love to say that my job is making board games. I, that would, that would make me very happy. Um, uh, so yeah, I would love. I would really love to. And we have got we have got some wind in the sails at the moment, right? With it, with it having funded, which is still a little bit of a mm, surprise, a surprise yeah. and delight. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, we're we, still getting over the trauma of running a Kickstarter. Oh, thing, to be blimey. honest, it was it was so tense, even up until the last last days, because uh, um, on on the Kickstarter you give, get given this graph, and like you know, there's an initial sort of like. Rise the and then, then this, and then, then this the straight line, and, and I then... just, I just got this ruler and put it on the string <laughs> on the screen, and we were going for nine k, and and like this straight line just ended up at eight thousand one hundred, <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god, we're going to be so, so <laughs> close, and then, then bless, bless them, Kickstarter gave us. Um, uh, project we love, yeah, all right, uh, yeah, really and helped. and that that really helped. That was that was just in in the last week. We just we just got tagged project we love, and um, bless them, got over the line, got over the line, and we we were we were we were shocked, <laughs> shocked, yeah. surprised, and delighted. Yeah, absolutely. When, absolutely. What's that? The Shanty Festival. That's when. Or did no, we, we signed that at Shanty Festival. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, 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 Festival. Yeah, Falmouth International Shanty oh, Festival. Come along, it's just awesome. The, the whole town just gets taken over by people dressed as pirates singing sea shanties. It's absolutely phenomenal. There's yeah. like 20 different stages and about 100 different Different groups. shanty crews. And yeah. Yeah, I, I've... Is that, is that close to you guys? Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're in... We're in we're, we're, yeah, we're Falmouth Penryn. Um, it's... <laughs> yeah, massive... Uh, Southwest conglomeration. It's yes, it's the sprawl. <laughs> and when's that take place? Is that uh, when it's taking place? That's this year, in that? June, isn't it? So July? that would have been June the twenty third when we when the kickstart. Well, we timed the Kickstarter to end, to on, end the on the Shanty Festival. Festival. So either we could drown our sorrows or celebrate, or, or, or drown us, <laughs> drown our, <laughs> or drown our joy, or drown our joy. Yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> and our, our friends, the pirates of St Piran, who, who are just this rumbunctuous uh, shanty, <laughs> shanty side, we're, we're, who bless them, they they backed us, backed us on the way and, and played at our launch party and everything. And they're, they're yeah, just fantastic. There's about thirty of them all dressed, all dressed up as pirates and all you know sort of shredded uh, and, and yeah it was fantastic yeah. so this time so next time when it's when it's on again you could actually go along and take copies of the game you can mm-hmm. indeed yeah that'd yeah. be fantastic we're just yeah novel people on the streets <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> whack <laughs> press gaming yeah press gaming Absolutely. love it um, if people have listened along tonight and they want to Pick up a copy of the game. Piratesofpenrin.com. Yeah. And that's where our web, web shop is. Yep, that's where the pre-sales are at the moment because they will be entering the country in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah. So we're, and yeah, we'll and where else do you exist on the internet? Webs? So we're, we're Pirates of Penrin on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. And on Twitter and Instagram. You can um, also find, find some on YouTube. very silly videos on YouTube. The shanty videos are actually on piratesofpenrin.com too. Oh, right. Yeah, so if you go to so the I'm shanties me. tab on there, you'll you'll find the things that we've entertained <laughs> ourselves doing. <laughs> Greatly. <laughs> 
Excellent. <laughs> we, we, will, um, we will definitely put all these links in the show notes Super so that we have notes to show. Um, if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, then go on to internet webs, go to Googly's search. We're not wizards, you'll find us. We're on like Twitter and Facebook and we're on things like um, Instagram and we're on Tumblr and we're on, Ooh. we've got our website, which is we're not wizards.com. We've got our blog, which is Ooh. we're, we're not wizards.blogspot.com. Nice. We're on YouTube, which is we're not wizards tabletop podcast. Um, you can find us on all of the normal podcast catchers, Stitcher and Spreaker and Acast and things like that. You are also on Apple podcasts. And as we say, <clears throat> If you like what you've listened to tonight, please jump on and give us a subscription because it's always nice to get some new people listening along and joining in with our nonsense. If you like us even more than that, consider giving us a rating or a review. If you are going to be giving us a rating or a review, then uh, remember, don't give us 10 stars because it makes us big headed. (laughs) Don't give us don't give us one because it makes us cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five, because it's average, and we're just a, we're just a little bit we're just a little bit average. But the, the people the people who have not been average today, I've got Matt, I've got the fantastic Kate. Oh, um, thank you! It's you been know, a, it's been a blast. My absolute pleasure. No, thank you very very much for coming on. There's um there's only there's only a. Uh, Three more things to do. The first thing is that every pirate needs a sword. So at the moment we're running a competition where if you send us a picture of you with a sword that you've crafted, then you have a chance to win sword crafters from Adam's Apple Games um, anywhere in the world at all. Because, you know, Adam's in the US, I'm in the UK. We'll get a game to you one way or t'other. Um, just... It doesn't have to be, you can DM us, you can drop us a quick email at magic at we are not wizards, just a picture of you with some kind of sword and you can win a copy of the fantastic Sword Crafters by Adam Apple Games. The second thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards? No. 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 Of course we're not. We're pirates. (laughs) (laughs) and the last thing is to say say goodbye so it's a goodbye from the rather wonderful the rather fantastic I give you Kate Russell goodbye and Matt Tweed see Griffin Games say goodbye 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 (laughs) and it's a goodbye from me remember uh, stay safe roll6s.com um, if you fancy a little bit of rum, a little bit of smuggling, a little bit of mermaids on a round blue sea thing that tells you where the direction of the wind's going, <laughs> which is incredibly cool looking. Um, and if you uh, fancy supporting a UK games designer who is looking at doing more games, then... Um, Go and see Pirates of Penryn. Jump on the site. We'll put the links in the show notes. And um, yeah, give them a check out and check out what they're going to be doing in the future. But until the next time. (laughs) A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. (laughs) 